0: A lot of people who could be perceived as assholes from the outside are people who have fulfilled their dreams and have, you know, do the things that bring them joy because that maybe that voice of like, you should be taking care of something else or somebody else is a little less loud. I'm Kate Bradley, and this is the We're Crazy Creative Podcast.
1: This is the podcast, Kate. And amazing. I'm thinking. I mean, I could introduce you and say this is Kate. You are am I allowed to do this at you? Sure. Why not? Normally we don't, but I'm going to. You are my favorite improv.
0: Shock face. Shock face was (laughs) what was happening.
1: I was like, where is she going with this? Yeah. 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 (laughs) The first time I saw you do improv ever, I was like, this is I, I don't need to see anyone else perform. Oh my God. But then be- it gets weird. Cause if I didn't see anyone else, then it would just be you alone. And then improv is a bit, it's a bit weird. Like all alone. Oh. Yeah, yourself. yeah, yeah.
0: And I would, yeah. I would definitely let you down several times before, before I, I saw it again. You know what I'm saying? Like.
2: <laughs>
1: or Jen's just
2: like looking through your kitchen
1: window. Watching <laughs> Kate in her Watching house. Kate- yeah, yeah.
0: But- <laughs> <laughs> now the show's just going to be miming. Every time you hear silence, this is cuz all three of us are miming.
1: <laughs> Usually I, I edit out like the awkward pauses, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I just want the <laughs> listeners to just imagine, yeah. yeah, what we're doing in those moments. I promise it's animated and it's it's active and it's <laughs> <laughs> it's entertaining as fuck.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you is what I'm going to say. That's beautiful
1: good but can you also say more because what i wanted to actually say was can you introduce yourself to the mm. listeners that's what i wanted to say like who are you and what do you do and that you know cool i can do that bon- bonjour bonjour cher
0: auditoire no that was not english my name is Kate bradley i am a an improviser an improv facilitator uh, uh, a voice actress and a visual artist, mostly illustration, um, and I'm now trying to like cram all those skills into one to, to, to start my own little initiative to offer my own workshops based in all that stuff. So that's kind of, you know, that's my professional life. As a human, I am uh, complicated, complicated. That's that's. Now dig in. Is that is that enough? Now dig in. <laughs>
1: see the listeners don't see that megan just also slipped a mug into the frame with our podcast Ooh. art on it that you Ooh. happened to have created also oh.
0: and i this is the first time i'm seeing it on something it's very cool it's, it's fun, very right? i uh blood sweat and tears went into that ladies holy
1: shit.
2: and i so- taste it
1: yeah. <laughs> yum that's great right. That's gross, Megan. That you taste her blood and her sweat and her tears. It's a bit gross.
0: It's salty. It, yeah. That's yep, yep. So many things. One flavor. <laughs> just <Jennifer Jennifer> like <laughs> and I don't
1: know
2: where this episode is <laughs> I going.
1: I was like, I don't. I'm not. I, the other day, I was like, I'm not going to edit our episodes anymore. I'm just going to let them like free fly. And like <laughs> just now, I was like, or, or maybe next episode, I'll stop. <laughs> cutting things out all right so kate which chicken egg chicken egg chicken egg or were you doing all these things all at the same time what What are you talking about what
0: what chicken egg what what art art,
1: improv oh which one
0: like led into the other um art was first visual arts was definitely first uh love drawing from a baby age uh drew a fat mouse that my dad kept in his office desk uh for the longest time i'm i'm, not, I'm now just shooting out random memories of art as a child I
2: love <laughs> sticking,
0: it. sticking eight and a half by 11 pieces of pepper 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 piece of pepper together uh and drawing uh <laughs> bell and the beast in pencil with oh. all kinds of shading love disney very much a disney fan um and then, and then other things happened. I just studied graphic design. Oh, not for me. Too many, too many rules. <laughs> too many rules. <laughs> What's going on? Oh my God! Uh, drink, drink, drink. Too much drink. Drop out of school. Uh, go to England. Come back. Start car- cartoon animation. Somehow graduate from cartoon animation, and then, and then leave and be, realize I, I can't do this. Uh, so then I uh, started drawing freelance, and that was the like initial seed of of me doing my own thing
1: Cartoon and then animation must have been so that must have been wasn't that crazy stressful were you were in school for that
0: i was in school i did a deck dsc uh and um now the question just completely left my mind why That's was i in school yes the school, no no the question is hard.
1: yes 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 it demanding was, it, it took demanding. me
0: four years instead of three uh, I was working part time during that time. Very, it was probably my college years were the most depressive state I've ever encountered. Thankfully, it's been uphill since then. Um, it was very, very hard. I did almost none of the work and um, somehow managed to produce a one minute animated short. So, like, that was really fucking cool. To the, the program director, after seeing my little short, was like, he turned to me and was just like, you did it are you are you happy like you did it and I was like ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <So> fucking... <laughs> I was able to feel joy joy about it much later but uh, I'm a ramble I'm a ramble bat How... hi hi engaging in conversation that's what I'm doing <laughs>
2: oh my god a ramble bat please do a like a cartoon of a ramble bat now
0: oh, like you should you amazing. should
2: write like children's book or illustrate for children's book
0: it's something I've wanted to do and that have been ideas, but there's this thing about how I have ideas and then try to engage with them and then they flutter away. <laughs> <laughs> ramble bat is... Yes. The, oh my God. I think you've just found like the the top of the pyramid of the possibilities of children's things I could do is the ramble
1: bat <laughs> on top. Just about ramble bats, the, the, the character now too, as well. Is that, mm. yes, good. Oh Yeah. I like that because when you said um, that you were drawing a mouse that your dad kept in his desk for a long time for, I'm tired. So in my head, you had drawn a portrait Uh of the mouse that your father used to keep (laughs) in, in his desk. His name
0: was Charles and he loved him more than me. And that's why when he died, he just kept him in his desk. Um, to be close to it and I was jealous and I
1: painted a portrait in the middle of the night you're like now do you love me (laughs) okay well great I have no idea what I'm gonna ask you anymore so
0: hey just keep telling
1: us what's in your head okay well that could be dangerous but (laughs) I will, will tell you that okay well how did you get into improv because that's so before i knew you actually kate one day you were my substitute teacher and um that was really fun because i was taking classes at the time it was at montreal improv and um i just kept for whatever reason because of my scheduling i kept getting the same teacher every time. Oh, right, <laughs> so for right, every right. level, it was always the same teacher. And then one day you came in and you were a substitute teacher. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> uh, so not that the other teacher was great. He was, he was great, but uh, you know, you want to like, it, when you're learning new stuff, it's fun to.
0: Oh, for know, sure. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big, uh, uh, whenever, whenever I coach a team or get hired by a team, I'm always like, remember, it's good to, you know, check out other perspectives. It's all about perspective. For, it also for-
1: helps it not look like you're stalking that one teacher as well. Like yes. I started being apologized. I'm sorry. I'm in your class. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm swear to be available on this day. <laughs> um, so how did you get into improv? That's what I was trying to ask you. Um A friend. I've I've always wanted to, like,
0: as a kid, I wanted to be like a Broadway star. I wanted to Same. sing and dance on stage, uh, but never really had the, to get it going. And then I was in a shared studio space and one of my colleagues um, suggested we go to an improv drop-in and she had done it before. And I was just like, okay, I'm doing it. So because of this friend, uh, I, was, I went to the drop-in and I was like, okay, this is it. I'm, 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 I'm having fun. And, uh, and then, then I signed up, I took level one and then I was like, ooh, my hubs would like this. So then we signed up for level one when I finished my first level one and then we, we went through the levels together and-
1: Oh, cute. You did it I with your husband?
0: It. Yes. Cute.
1: That is adorable.
0: <laughs> but funnily enough, we don't play well together. We do now, <laughs> but we didn't. When we started, we did not play well together it was uh it was uh, a little bit negative a little bit tense
2: <laughs> what is, why why like, like competitive or
0: he would he would if you're familiar with improv terms he would block me so like my, my <laughs> reality I was putting out he was like no that's not the reality we're going with here's another path and oh, uh, I was just like ah and he was like ah um but then we were on a team for together for like two years and learn to, to play together and then fucking covid now we're like fucking bits 24 7 it's the most fun house ever so happy so much laughter so many bits so uh yeah if your husband blocks you on stage just wait and work on it if you don't get past it maybe or maybe it'll end in horrible horrible Okay, so what's the name? Jennifer, Megan, thanks for having
1: me. <laughs> You're teaching still now, right? Yes. So yes. it's boring to ask, but it's real life. It's been like two years. So what? how did things, aside from you bringing <laughs> improv into the house full time, <laughs> did you manage to still perform or teach or do some sort of creative version of that over the quarantine times?
0: I eventually uh, picked up teaching online for Montreal Improv, um, which was good because I was so tired all the time and then seeing these lovely people and I had like the same group in level one and two and we were still in touch and like it really brought that connection back to my life um because being alone at home so often and then just with one other person who i love um, you know more than anything but god damn you know um (laughs) so so i was able to do that able to do a little bit of improv performance online but that was that that didn't give the juices the necessary juices no correct face megan like absolutely yeah because the classes there's that like collaboration and you're, you're 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 teaching and they're learning and they're asking questions and it's stimulating but in a show just being like okay I'm gonna try to do this fucking hard thing with no feedback this incredibly yeah. personal human thing with no feedback uh, so I definitely definitely missed it yeah and now I'm a little bit scared of it because I be, I'm seeing people performing again and I'm like yay
1: <laughs>
0: you know where'd that person go
1: some people just see I'm I I think that I just assumed everybody was going to hide in the basement by the litter box and like fake oh. fake write their hour of material for later and then not actually write it and then crawl out and be like just kidding let's just start now <laughs> but instead I saw so many people that were doing stuff for months I didn't see them and then all of a sudden I realized hey people have been doing stuff without me oh um, no but I didn't have it in me I had I I lost yeah, I lost uh, my footing a bit for a few months there. But um, the first night that I got back on stage and saw live human beings in the audience, I got—I re- almost like tear, like I w- I was gushing at them. Like I'm so happy to see you guys. This is so great, and I like, I really meant it. And then I was like, hey, gent, <laughs> I can reel it in. These people have still been living their lives
0: oh <laughs> so so many hadn't I mean oof. I lost my footing completely and found it again and then lost it again, which is pretty much my basic anyways but like COVID let's let's not minimize <laughs> oh. no but, it was, yeah, I, I relate to that I did do a, a live performance I'd, I'd forgotten it wasn't I can't remember maybe a month two months ago a uh, battle of wits at the the diving oh, yeah. bar and um, I'd done it online with that, uh, with Elspeth, but not in person. And l- just like you said, like that, that feeling of saying a couple words and the, like having that audience just give you so much of themselves. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: oh, hello. Yeah. yeah, totally. And like, I was just, yeah, I just didn't, didn't want to get off the stage. Oh like, uh, yeah. Don't make me leave my friends. Yeah. Um. And I also had, yeah, experience of doing, um, comedy to like people who had their video and their sound off like all 80 mm. of them or 60 60 of them there were 60 Oof. people but like w- 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 so weird and completely forgot that it wasn't me that it's just like I couldn't hear them and yeah. it was really unnerving but Megan you did some dance cl- like dance show did you perform you performed didn't you
2: um well we didn't really perform We did, like, uh, all of us on Zoom, we kind of performed, so they had, like, all the little blocks of us, but then we had to record ourselves after, and they made a performance video out of of everybody, so they did, like, a montage of, like, everybody's video would get cut in, so doing the same move, but we were located everywhere. Okay. But, no, so, I mean, it wasn't really performing, but at the same time, it's, like, you you don't get anything from it, Mm -hmm.
1: but... But you guys were doing a choreographed dance at the same time as each other in all your different places. Yeah. No, yeah. So that must yeah, happen. in the
2: little things, but then we had like two weeks to record ourselves. Oh, so it wasn't a simultaneous. No, go, just like, yeah, that's it. But I mean there was like 60 of us, so you couldn't really see mm. us because we were super tiny. So that's why they had us record all by themselves. So it would be like, a certain person for five seconds then two people beside each other for 10 seconds
1: so interesting yeah it's, it's super interesting and I, I definitely went through like phases where I was like really inspired by because some people were being so incredibly creative that I was like wow these people are finding ways to still be mm-hmm. really creative so like me too I'm gonna find really creative ways and then I was like like tomorrow I'm gonna get so creative <laughs>
0: yeah 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 yeah,
1: yeah. so since the art that you do performance wise is super interactive really really interactive like on a few levels because it's not just interactive with your scene scene partners but like Mm -hmm. but even with the audience as well because with improv the audience plays a pretty big role a lot of the time as well for sure then you have your other art which is I am i don't want to make assumptions, but like, what kind of artist are you when you're doing your actual drawing and stuff? Are you someone who needs everybody to get away from you and don't even breathe in the same room as you? Or can you do it even if there's stuff hmm. happening around you? I can. It's hard for me when there's people because I tend to ask them
0: questions. I tend to like find a reason to interact with them. Hmm. Um, even if we've like determined, okay, we're going to work next to each other. That I'm just like I'm so concerned with with a person's uh well-being when they're around me that's one way to say it I'm always worried that they're not having fun or that they're not they you know that they're like they're bored or they, they, they want I'm to be the
2: same sleep. way really yeah it's awful right
0: yeah and it occupies the mind so much that then I'll uh, in in like a like we were just saying like this set up work situation it's like hey can I entertain you a little bit to remind you that I'm fun <laughs> you know like <laughs>
2: it's just do you do that too (laughs) but it's like you know I'll invite a friend that's like let's say like not into I don't know swing dancing but they're like no I'd like to go but then I'll be constantly like are you having fun is everything okay like are you like are you sure and it's like no like I'm smiling and I'm having fun like don't worry about it and I'm just you know, we can leave anytime you want.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, the overcompensating like, with the options to cancel or to yeah, stop. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't worry about it. if, Because like if a friend presents any kind of inconvenience to our meetup, it's like, oh, okay, but like we can do this or completely forget yeah. it.
2: Just don't forget worry it. about it. <laughs> Whatever's best for you. Like, yeah. honestly, like flexible. <laughs> Clearly this like, is a oh, burden. Oh my God. Yeah. I had yeah. this planned in my agenda and it's a 10. Uh
0: oh my god yes yes so that's basically that's um Jen what you were describing of of you in the dentist chair that's me drawing um it's I'm just constantly (laughs) like oh shit oh shit Uh uh-huh okay oh shit oh no oh no like I I'm so in my head and that's why it takes me a long time to create uh, illustration whether it's for myself or for for professional reasons because there's just so much going on in my head at the time and and that is so exhausting that it, i can i can do it for like little chunks at a time unless i'm in one of these like you know oh i get a week where i have energy for a lot of the time but then that goes away for xyz reasons if <laughs> you're back to just uh, you know so uh then and, and i kind of i feel like i'm i bum people out when i say that because like if someone is new to drawing or or like they're impressed with what i do and then I say this thing that, like, I really don't, it takes a lot for me to enjoy it. Like, I have to be really disconnected. It has to be, like, not linked to anything, um, uh, anything stressful <laughs> for me to, mm. like, really, like, because if, if the idea is working and the mediums are working, I fly and I love it, you know, and I thrive, like, because if it was all bad, I would, I would stop. Absolutely. Um, it's just that a lot of the time it's really hard, even if at the end of it, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, clearly I could do that. But during the whole time, I'm like, I can't do this. I
1: can't do this. I get this. I don't, I don't know if either of you can relate. Although Kate, we sort of talked about this a little bit, tiny bit before. And I'll explain that in a second, but like, I personally, I can't, If unless I'm collaborating with the person intentionally, <laughs> I get super, I get so irritable if somebody is in my space when I'm Mm -hmm. trying to and I'm and I'm not good at it I'm not good at whatever I'm doing singing writing whatever if there's anyone interfering with my flow like I really need to be in that bubble Mm -hmm. and when I'm in the bubble I'm gonna say I make amazing art but I don't mean to say that anyone else will think so I just mean that when I'm in the bubble I'm like (laughs) Oh, I'm a genius. Like, this is yeah. amazing. This isn't, inc- I can't believe I just did this. This is inc- Yes, yes, go with this. And I get so enthralled in it that then sometimes I start to worry myself a bit because I'm like, <laughs> is this amazing? Like, is this super creative? Are you now just sort of disassociating (laughs) from real life? Am I patting
2: myself on the back?
1: Not even. Just like, (laughs) am I losing touch with reality now? Like, am I just going so far? Like, I'm an escape artist, so it's super fun for me to write a short story or to, like, get into a song to the point that I'm visualizing everything that I'm writing or singing. Um, And... Sometimes I have to like check in with myself and be like, are you actually working on a productive thing that is meant for the audience that's going to read or listen to this? Or are you mm-hmm. just being really indulgent and going into this fantasy land where, whoa, you know may, what I'm saying?
0: May I ask when uh, has that ever steered you wrong? Like when you follow has, has the audience been like, what the fuck was that? I asked for a tree with apples in it, and she's given me <laughs> I'm like well, that's what this is. <laughs> hands blade.
1: Oh, sorry, Megan. Get her in it. Heron, heron with sorry.
2: no. <laughs> this is one we need Kelly. <laughs> okay, I
1: do uh, we need Kelly, our imaginary production assistant? Um, oh. <laughs> no, no. So far, okay, okay. The worst thing that's ever happened is that. I don't smoke weed anymore, but I remember this from when I was a teenager. So, you know, if, has this ever happened to you where you get really high, you draw a masterpiece. Like I drew the most incredible bacon and eggs once when I was 15, it was really like award-worthy <laughs> and, and it, I couldn't believe it. Now
2: vegan, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: And I showed it to everyone like, Oh my God, guys, like, I can't believe I just drew this. It's crazy. And they're like, okay. And then the next day, like looked at it was like, Hmm. Okay, I wouldn't say like lifelike uh, so much as I said <laughs> yesterday. So I've definitely like immersed myself in a song, stayed up all night, long probably drinking too, which then like makes you feel super emotive and be like, yes, I feel the pain in this song or whatever. And then listen to the recording in the morning and then like, you're whining, like this is not
2: a cat in heat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. But that that's more performance wise, like for sure. Yes. If I let myself go completely in it, then I have always been happy with like the actual product like whatever I wrote for example Mm -hmm. but then that creates this weird thing where it's like I have do I have to go there this is what okay so this is what I said to Kate before like do I have to go away from everybody and cut myself off from everyone for like a month to write something and allow myself to go completely down the rabbit hole and just hope I don't lose my mind in the process because and then I but then but then and this is coming back to what the two of you said about worrying about other people Mm -hmm. are you guys this is not accusational I'm projecting my own shit on you get get her off
2: (laughs) me we don't want to play anymore
1: (laughs) Um, I just wonder sometimes if that that thing that part where I've convinced myself that I need to go all in all by myself in my crazy bubble far away from everybody else in order to create anything meaningful is also a procrastination thing like oh there's someone home I guess I can't create anything Mm -hmm. and so I'm wondering if you two little monsters um, are sometimes like allowing yourselves Megan don't give me attitude Allowing yourselves to like get (laughs) so easily concerned with other people's needs because it's kind of like subconsciously an excuse to like veer off from the thing that you actually were.
2: I don't think it's more of a, like an excuse to get away, like to avoid it. I think it's more, you know, they don't see as serious as I do or you know it's a hobby and I should be spending time with you know my husband you know he's home like why should I go down to the basement for a couple hours to write or why can't I just bring my laptop upstairs and you know spend time with him but then not really write because the tv is on and he's talking and the dogs are crawling over my laptop but it's like it's like that guilty you know it's nice out friend wants to do something and you're just like you. i feel like i'm not trying to avoid it but it's like it
0: would it would feel like you were giving yourself something you didn't deserve deserved. or wasn't yeah ouch Ouch. yeah that 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 I'm relating to both those things. Oh, you made us think you made us think and you made us feel let's get into it. Um,
2: and my therapist is on maternity leave for a year. So this is where we are. right
0: now. Oh, I've been where you are. Oh. I know the maternity leave year. It's so hard. Oh my God. Everybody. <laughs> so the avoiding the thing, I'm a huge avoider, huge, huge, huge avoider. So I, I definitely feel like there's a part of it that comes from what you said, Jen, about just seeing that as another, hey, that's way more, you know, go over here because that that makes you feel either tinyly uncomfortable or like way uncomfortable. doesn't matter if it's a lot of discomfort or like, I don't want to do it. Um, but then I also relate to what you're saying, Megan, about the really digging into something that is so connected to m- my chest if that makes any sense like my insides yep. um does feel like something i sh- i i shouldn't prioritize like that that there there's some there's always something else that needs to and it's hard to disconnect and that's where i get the whole fucking cottage thing i wanted to do that for years because of really putting yourself in a situation where you can't just get out of your chair and change your mind. You can't Mm -hmm. just like Megan, you were saying you go downstairs to write. Like you, you can't just go like, ah, shit, you know, I really should be doing the laundry or whatever bullshit humans do. And then, and then get up and get out of your chair. You're in the middle of the fucking woods. Yeah. So as long as you have check-ins, I think that would be, Mm. because I also relate to the, like, how far is too far. Mm -hmm. Like but the fear of losing control is constantly in the back of my mind, so yeah, would need check-ins, flare guns, um, bear bells
1: <laughs> Well, yeah, it's good that you worded it that way. Actually, the fear of losing control because I know a lot of it is tied in, obviously, to um the anxiety that I spend a lot of time with. So, I, yeah. I, so yes, yeah, so fear of. So I have my, um, no, it's not a trigger. But when I have been triggered to be anxious, it's my fears are often about losing control. So doing something that I have no control over. Um, And so I guess that just turned this podcast into my therapy session. I
2: guess it makes a lot of sense.
1: I think as no. long as
2: we don't charge each other, this is going to be a really great.
1: Right. Situation. Okay. Yeah, I know. We got this. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, that makes tons of sense. Maybe also just that it's um. that fear of, of losing control. So, and, and Megan, I do relate to, to that guilt. I think most artists have that feeling too, of just think, feeling like you're, you know, this is really, really self-indulgent and yeah, it's something I'm really passionate about. So I'm obviously neglecting other people's needs if I pay attention mm-hmm. to this thing.
0: Yeah. Um, which is why a lot of people who could be perceived as out assholes from the outside are people who have fulfilled their dreams and have, you know, do the things that bring them joy because, that maybe that voice of like you should be taking care of something else or somebody else is a little less loud and then they're they're perceived as like oh selfish you know even if it's you can't see all the layers of a person just by watching a goddamn interview with them you know so yeah. it's the uh, i'm 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 thinking actors because it was um simu liu who said this for the new uh, marvel star for shang chi and it's it really stuck with me that um all the things i said just before because i've completely blanked as to what i was talking about thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) i think i just started playing the movie in my
2: mind and i was like what what as you're like don't forget to say this like i don't know if you do that where it's like i just i'm gonna block off what they're continuing to say so i don't forget to mention this because it's totally gonna go with what we just talked about two minutes ago yeah
1: (laughs) um so many similarities (laughs) I was I was thinking about painters too when you were saying that and I can't name a single one because that's how this episode is going to go tonight but um that there's definitely been painters who I'm sure were horrible monsters of human beings but we hear stories where it's like he was a terrible husband all he did was lock himself in his studio and he'd be in there for days and weeks and months at a time and I'm like that's dream come true (laughs) (laughs) so badly I want the ball to do that I want to be like my art matters but but that also ties in with then like those feelings of um you know I I guess like a lack of uh confidence sometimes just like does my art matter because no one like just dumb things that you attach to it. Like, but it doesn't make me any money or no one really knows who I am. So am I allowed to lock myself in the studio for three months to work on my masterpiece that no one's (laughs) ever going to see? Is it still valid? Of course it's still valid. The only thing that matters is that it brings you joy and that it's what you're passionate about, but when you're in it, it's, and when you're live, actual living human being, (laughs) <laughs> it's really different when it's like I'm just not going to pay the rent for the next few months because I'm yeah. just going to be over here indulging my creative genius okay yeah. I might well. have nothing to show for it when I come out but it's really important so
2: I wonder uh, if that changes like if you do become famous or like you know that you can live off of your art if that changes or if you still have that guilt
0: mm. I feel like that's a deep one like that would probably the person would probably hang on to it like their their relationship with the guilt would change Mm -hmm. like it might not have such an outwardly impact but I feel like it would still be there Mm
1: -hmm. that's an interesting question because I have heard myself say in relationships with people who didn't like didn't have the same needs as I did to like shut myself away like that that alone creative time Mm -hmm. and and I have been like can you imagine if Margaret Atwood's husband told her like I don't know I just said that (laughs) (laughs) you're never you're still working at seven o'clock in the evening or whatever you know and it's like why do I have to choose like a grossly successful famous person to, to validate it. But yeah, I wonder Megan too, like if yeah. probably some of them do have that too, where they're just like, yeah, they're where their partner's like, it's six o'clock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's not also not like, it might be a, a quick association to, to go with artists because there's so much about like how artists are portrayed and perceived that influences how artists grow mm-hmm. in their artistic lives because of that. Like, but imagine someone who's in med school You know, like the partner has to probably sacrifice like you're you're on call again or I I don't know. I've watched so many doctor shows and no examples are coming to mind. Um, But uh, you're fixing people's stuff. (laughs) Exactly. Syringe, syringe, squirt, squirt. The like human human, the web of humanity, the way we fucking decided like, yeah, cool, we're fine with this is is all about balance because we're still within the like you talk to a squirrel it's got to look for nuts and hide them you know like there's got to be for oh, <laughs> sorry now i'm just like now now i'm like maybe you don't talk to squirrels okay reposition your mind and continue like, does,
2: Ram, does the ramble bot um, <laughs> yes. with this squirrel
0: <laughs> i definitely think there's a relationship there Oh my God, where was I going? Nuts. Balance, right. So things that take us away from that balance tend to be neg- have a negative impact on our lives in some way. So if, if I were to just be like, sorry, Paul, I'm going to the woods for fucking three months, deal with the dogs and the cats and your job and the mortgage and all of that thing, you know, like you can't just do that because of the fucking balance. Yeah. And that's hard. Because one part of us is drawn to that like obsessive creative genius. And then the other side is like, but uh the pieces of the puzzle, you
1: yeah. know. So I talked to got, a lot yeah. of squirrels. Just <clears throat> <clears throat> think- massage- like
2: this, this is never gonna happen again. <laughs> So Megan there. and Kate are not allowed to get
1: together. I was gonna ask. <laughs> I was gonna ask Megan and Kate if they wanted to start a podcast every week with me, but <laughs> um, so everyone is air massaging various parts of both their body and the screen in front of them
0: for our listeners to know. It would be called Malian. No. <laughs> I wanted to be mam- mammalian, but booby? Oh.
2: I went to a restaurant like two weeks ago. No. And so nothing the... Nothing. Kate just said reminded you of anything that actually <laughs> yes. happened. Yes, 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 yes. That's nothing to do with boobs. But the waiter was French and he was trying his best in English. So anytime he would serve me, he'd be like, m'lady. i was just like it's too cute he's trying so hard
1: oh that's great he's like (laughs) his only english exposure is like from watching outlander and he's just like um all right so kate how else uh, aside from everything i just imposed on you Mm mm-hmm because I, I know that you have, and I don't want you to say anything about it yet. I'm going to finish the whole question. I know that you've started up some workshops that um, I believe the foundation is sort of based on getting past mental barriers to do your, right? So before you talk to us about that, I want to know about your own personal. She's rubbing her chin. I feel like that was real sign language. No, no, uh,
0: Megan and I had a little thing whilst your head was down. Um, I was, no, because you said, don't, don't. you me
2: out. (laughs) Sorry, bro. (laughs) Because
0: you said not to talk. So then I simply put my my hands in front of my mouth to not talk. But then Megan joined in and she was doing it too. So then we, and then it evolved into movement and then you lifted your head and I was rubbing my chin. (laughs) So that's what happened. Ask
1: your question. I'm ready. (laughs) I feel like probably p- part of why you started workshops um, that aren't, are about getting past mental barriers in order to create and do your art and stuff is um, partially because obviously you are surrounded by many creative people and most of us have mental barriers. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether we're, I don't even like to say creative, I think everyone's. Obviously, creative in their different ways, but the people who are practicing their creativity intentionally mm-hmm. um, tend to have uh, these sorts of mental barriers. So I was also thinking, obviously, that this is coming from a, a personal place for you. So I wanted to ask you to talk a bit about that.
0: Thank you. All. Thanks for asking. Um, I went into baby voice because we're talking about emotions. <laughs> I <got a> <laughs> vulnerable. Um, yeah. I. I've. I obsessively work towards getting past mental blocks, uh, because it's a necessity for me to survive. And, um, it's when I, I initially started therapy, it was talk therapy. Um, so like, let's talk about your past. Let's talk about all these different things. And I would, I would end up on the bus ride home, crying my eyes out. Like I was always so sad after those sessions. And then um, later on, I met with a CBT therapist. And then after that, I met with a DBT therapist. So cognitive behavioral therapy and dialectical behavioral therapy, which are very analysis homework based. And that is how my mind works. Um, So that kind of heightened my ability to question my thoughts in productive ways and because it really is like I have stacks of paper of all the exercises, the activities that you do on a weekly basis, like the three positive things at the end of the day, the, the rational thought record, things like that. And it got to a point where I had to speak to my therapist and say, Look, I think I'm overdoing that part of it. Because, uh, for example, every therapy session, I would come in with a list of positives and a list of concerns. Like, I'm ready, I'm going to read through this, I will not ramble back. Uh, wasting my therapist's time I will be organized so it became this like um, too compulsive and and obsessive thing so that allowed me to step back and start coming to sessions without the book and just talk Um, but yeah so it's it's like years and years and years of trying to figure shit out for myself and being inspired by so many things around me and different art forms and uh, so much about improv really, really connected the dots and and took this sort of cloudy tornado thing in my head and it, it turned me into a facilitator so I could communicate the thoughts and methods that I was using for myself. Um, and it's just like constantly evolving, which is what improv is as well. Like, uh, you know, I never teach the same level one because I'm always going to have new Uh, connections and new inspirations. So I I apply that to the methods I use for myself as well. So that's where helpful came from. I plugged it. I plugged (laughs) it. My service is called helpful two L's (laughs) and I've got one workshop so far. The idea is actually to keep doing that one workshop and like evolving it because it's always going to be useful to somebody, you know, like, instead of being like, okay, I've done this got a, you know, new thing. I've, I've fallen flat on my face by doing that too many times. And it's, and now it's constantly like, if I can't adapt it, I'm not going to feel comfortable with it. Mm
1: -hmm. So that's that. So what is, so if you had to summarize the actual workshop, could you do that for the listeners so that they
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the workshop oh wait do i have my sheet i made a thanks to yes montreal i don't know if uh, either of you know this service they're very very helpful with people looking for jobs or or looking to start their own business and things like that so i did a uh, their business boot camp and now i have a nice crystal clear value proposition to read to you (laughs) for my business model canvas okay Stimulating workshops, coaching, and resources featuring improv and art that provide clarity and relief for people who get in their own way. So that's that's the like helpful brand message. And this uh, specific workshop is, um, it's sort of a facilitated check-in. It's a series of exercises that get that um allow you to think about what's going on in a spontaneous way so that's where the improv thing comes in because there's so much that's going on in the back of our minds that we don't check in with so i i'm just through these fun little exercises allowing you to check in on yourself um and giving you methods to that you can repeat and do again so when you feel blocked you can just think about the workshop and initiate help for yourself or come to another workshop. Cause that's the thing, right? I'm, inc- I don't know about you guys. I'm incredibly externally motivated. I need to have some reason to do something from the outside, because if it's from the inside, no matter how important, no matter how passionate it will probably fall flat. And that's infuriating and, and, and devastating because it feels like, what do I not care about anything? It's like, no, you absolutely care, but you just don't have the processes to make it come to life. So that external motivation so for that's why i want to repeat the workshop for someone who can't just be like cool i learned this fun thing i'm going to apply it to my life someone that needs that helping hand can come
1: back you know what i'm saying what if you had to this is a super unfair question but if you had Ooh. like um a tip for people who just a tip just a just a tiny morsel she's choking just to tip. death did you guys do more secret mime while i was looking away
0: no, I was just laughing at the tip, the tip bit, which will never not be funny. Uh just, just never tip. just just the tip. Just just the tip.
2: Whoop.
0: Whoop. Megan, if you could describe this for the uh, listeners. <laughs> oh,
2: it it's just like Whoop. a little, yeah, a little uh um, I, I don't know. I'm doing it with you because I don't know what I'm doing.
0: Can you do the sound with me? Yeah.
2: Whoop. Whoop.
0: And that's the tip. That's just the tip. Just <laughs> it's just the tip. Little.
1: I'm not. What am the, I talking about?
0: I'm sorry. Oh, by the uh, I, I love I all, I always start sent. Nope. I sometimes <laughs> start sentences. That was the CBT kicking in. I sometimes start sentences saying, by the way, or also when I wasn't talking about the thing. <laughs> I do that all the time.
2: Also. Wait, that's not normal. <laughs>
0: again with the similarities so what I meant to say not by the way was sorry Jen for continuously cutting you off with fucking nonsense
1: (laughs) um I appreciate it and it's not nonsense and I want to also say to you that I have been in therapy many times and done that talk therapy I'm going backwards but Mm -hmm. um And just felt like someone who just kept opening a scab. And then I had to walk home, like holding it and like trying to not seep on anyone in my way between the session and, and that this last year, uh, I also did like, uh, I was in a, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy program. So it was like a weekly sessions for Mm -hmm. the last year. And it was so amazing, uh, because I mean, for so many reasons. But w- what I found was super helpful was that combination of, like, you don't need to analyze the shit out of it. Like, it, this is what it is. What are you going to do about it? And mm-hmm. then, but also, like, no, don't put it on anyone else. Like, where, like, but she made me feel like, well, no one can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one can make you feel anything. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying that, well, don't, because it's not real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I'm> just like... <laughs> but it was so helpful because I was like nobody has ever called me out on my shit before but but also it's not calling you out like you did this so what are you gonna do about it it's like here's the tools you can use them or not use them yeah But, but that's your but that's your part now like are you gonna use these tools or not is up to you I can't and um actually going back to what we were talking about before because this is what I like to do go backwards um is that when we were talking before about uh luxuriating in our arts Mm. the the very last when I ended the the CBT program the very last conversation we had she said before I let you go is there anything you want to say like that you're what are you worried about about this ending the program ending and I said because you're not gonna validate me and she was like what do you mean and I said like when I tell you I'm feeling something or I want something or I need something when you, when I tell you that you you tell me like that that's not wrong that I you know that it's okay that I that it's good and fine that I want that or that I feel this or that I said this or did this or and and she was uh, said but you don't need my validation you, you don't need anyone's validation you just you just need to want or feel that thing and I was just like, <laughs> I've oh. in therapy for years. <laughs> why why did no one just tell me before? <laughs> the only um, reason you need, is
2: because yeah.
1: that's what you're feeling, and that's it. And then you don't have to like open it all up and like put it all in front of someone and justify every ounce of it or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so I found that super helpful in my personal life, um, and and in my family life, in my own relationship with my self-life but also with with art with creating and stuff like that That, I think the only reason you need Um, and Megan and I have talked a lot about this because it's a struggle and you do need reminders too because you learn these things you're like cool the only thing I need is to know that just doing this brings me joy and that's a good enough reason to do it and then I can take that and be great. And then like a month later, tell Megan that I quit comedy and all things artistic because what's the point?
2: Uh Uh Uh-huh.
1: (laughs) Uh-huh. And it's like, remember last time when the point was because that's what brings you joy. It's like, yeah. Okay. That, That
0: is such a hard, like I, I literally drew, well, wrote on my wall a couple of weeks ago because, and I wrote, check in with yourself, stay hydrated, stay fed because I forget, I just, I forget. And um, I keep quoting, misquoting this. There there was this, this guy in the past, like a long time ago. Okay. And there was this mall. So I think it was like Greek times. Okay. And then on the walls of the mall, on the, on the wall, before you go in, there was a bunch of stuff written up. And it was like, it was to remind the people about values and shit before they go shopping, you know? Because we forget all this shit, we can't. And the realizations feel so strong, like when you when you feel it, like j- just your your facial expression, Jen, when you were recounting this this revelation communicated by your therapist, and and then you're like, wow, I am affected by this for always. <laughs> and it takes no fucking time at all to be just like wow, back into another cycle. Like it's part of how our brain works. We need. We need confirmation of things. We need reminding things. And sure. I can go back, look at me, to what you asked about the tip. <laughs> um, one, one thing that I started a while ago um, was simply writing out how I was feeling on a post-it note and then throwing it out. And that, like, the acknowledging what you're feeling in that moment is super important but also doesn't mean that that's how you feel for the rest of the day it's not it's not a symbol of how you want to feel it's like i am feeling like this um and it doesn't have to start with those words just put down what's going on in your head and just a couple lines and then throw it out and i've really noticed how powerful it is to acknowledge things for yourself like mm-hmm. you were talking about the um intentions and you needing validation and stuff so i actually have a fucking button I shouldn't say this on a podcast. Somebody's going to steal this idea. But I have a button that I recorded my voice saying, intention validated. And
2: uh... (laughs) oh, my God.
0: So then I can be like, uh, my intention today is to uh, eat three meals or whatever. And then I press the button and there's there's other stuff. But I won't say the other stuff because I don't want the person to steal whoever, you know, I'm going to keep it. But it just... I need that. So writing it down on a post-it note is like acknowledging to yourself, this is how I feel, but I'm not going to dwell on it. So you throw it out. And I also noticed through doing that, that I could do it with my partner in a way that if I wanted him to know how I was feeling, I could leave it. And then he would throw it out when he saw it. So if it was thrown out, I would know that he had seen it and acknowledged my feeling. And then he morphed it again, that if he recognized that this would be a good one for me to throw out, he would just put like a happy face on it or something, or a, a symbol to indicate like, this one's for you, you know?
2: Um,
0: and we do this both ways. So it's, it's, cause I can't, it's communicating feelings is really hard. And sometimes you just want to get it out. And it's not a mess when you do it with your partner. It's not a message to them.
2: Mm-hmm. It,
0: it's still an acknowledgement of how you're feeling. Aww. And it's just something that you, you acknowledge that you would, would also like your partner to see that, but it's not to them, which makes yeah. it a very different message. So that's, that's my tip post-it notes throw that shit out validate it for yourself
2: just blew my mind
0: money 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 money
1: money um yeah no i'm not even gonna add to that i was going to but i'm gonna hold back because that was just beautiful
2: It was. It was perfect.
0: Yeah so much. I'm happy. I'm happy you're relating to it. Write it. Do it now. Do it now. Do you have a scrap of paper next to you? Do you? A pen, perhaps? Your background is so manicured, Megan. I just I don't know if you have like just paper lying around. It's not real life. Not real. Oh. (gasps) Oh, Uh I thought you were so posh.
2: Oh, I wish.
0: Now Go I'm wondering ahead. if I would have treated you differently That's had I, I know, it was a fake back- background. Background?
1: <laughs> background. Hmm. Kate, can I have um, a, an impersonation of how you might have treated Megan <laughs> treated differently? I think I would have
0: just, I would have been more like, like I, I feel like I wouldn't have been as straight because I'm intimidated by the rigidity of the background. Okay, There, yeah, there would have been a lot more leaning. Yes. We're where, yeah. where we're in Italy
2: now? Yeah. yeah. And this guy, I mean,
0: he, he doesn't have shit together.
2: Yeah. But I mean, he's been doing this for like, ways.
0: <laughs> oh. Mm. Maybe change restaurant. <laughs> so whose fault is it? Is it his or is it yours? Okay. okay. I feel attacked. I'm going to my other
2: house. Ooh. Isn't nice. that nice?
0: So for the <laughs> listeners, things are happening. <laughs> don't worry about it things are happening there oh what the fuck are those donuts yeah
2: they're giant donuts oh, i so hungry um sorry and would you like to rein us in for a second no you guys just do your thing i'll be over Ooh. here
1: drinking my wine
2: jen um i noticed uh you're drinking your wine in a shitty glass <laughs>
0: Does it get venomous at the end of the episode?
2: Is that what happens? Every,
1: time. <laughs> Every time. So of the barbs get thrown at what? the end. Kate, do you think, and like, I give up on this question, but just like interpret it any way you need to. Cool. I feel like in order to be creative, and I, I, no, don't interpret this any way you want to. I'm going to be super clear this time for a change. When I say creative, I don't mean a creative person. I mean, to literally create and put out. Fuck, I wish the world could see us right now. This is like (laughs) synchronized swimming, but it's podcasting. (laughs) Um, Do you feel like in order to be creative, Mm -hmm. um, you kind of need to be a tiny bit crazy or a lot crazy? I just mean, like, do you think those two things go hand in hand? Megan, go to your room.
0: (laughs) I think think it is a, oh yeah, (laughs) nice one, nice one. (laughs) Oh, I think you need, you don't, you don't need to. I think that craziness is, is a path to creativity, Um, but it is often confused with the path. To creativity because it happens to be more chaotic and loud like it's if if someone is known to have mental health issues and does a performance piece rolling down a hill covered in red paint it's easy to be like oh the master speaks from his mental health blah, 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 blah. you know like it's it's just something that leads to something you know and I think that more chaotic energetic things are going to lead to more Creative things, maybe. But then again, like, uh, there's books that aren't crazy or, or chaotic. There's there, you know, like there's paintings. There's 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 enormous calm in art. The number of hours that goes into certain things, like, think of think of the fucking dudes in churches and shit, just painting for hours.
1: <laughs> they go literally crazy from the toxic shit that's in that paint. <laughs>
0: oh yeah totally totally.
1: eating it off the ceiling so i don't know i don't i think maybe also i
0: think maybe that people who uh, people who have an expanded mind or limp or blocked mind or whatever will be more desperate to find something beyond themselves
1: Ooh, maybe don't be fooled by, by the author. So we had an author on the podcast who seemed very, um, you know, calm and collected, a little giggly, calm and collected. Uh huh. And then, and I, and I read her book and it's, it seems like a calm person wrote it, but then she also told us that she would text her brother at who was a doctor. So, so it was, it was a, it's a, it's like murder mystery. Uh-huh. And she would text him at all hours of the night. Could someone give themselves an abortion with a whatever? (laughs) Like, if it was 1920, (laughs) like, and he would wake up and see these texts, just like, I hope you're writing another book. I hope (laughs) not real life. Um,
0: So, yeah, the layers, the layers. (laughs) We just, we can't, we can't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So, I think, I think there's so, there's, we get so fucking lost in general rules and just like what's what's mostly in our face within the limited media that we see or our experience around (laughs) their one block if you're like me and you don't leave the house a lot Um, (laughs) but so if to the visible world let's say more quote unquote crazy people are creating then that gives the impression that that's what it is Mm -hmm. when there are just quieter uh, people creating in a way that you don't, I keep using quiet and loud. That's not what I mean to say. I'm just saying like, you don't, you don't see, you don't see everything. So how can you quantify everything? How can you label everything? You know, too many basements. It's my theory that I share with everyone who will listen. There are too many basements. We can't know what's going on everywhere. We just can't.
1: It's going to be a book someday. (laughs) Megan and I are literally podcasting from our basements right now. me too are you
0: yes (laughs) that's why we're so in tune with our physicality (laughs) we're (laughs) underground the
1: ceiling is so close (laughs) by the walls are so close have either of you guys done anything particularly crazy or creative or both in the last recent bit of time that has passed us all
2: Well,
1: well well i mean launching my fucking thing
0: I mean, this may sound like I'm just, you know, legit like trying to promote my thing again, but like It'll be for- time for
1: that at the end <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, but it's for doing something for myself is so rare yeah. that doing this thing and and you know, taking the steps and and reaching out for help because I absolutely did not do it alone, like my business coach at Yes Montreal really, really <laughs> helped. Um and it did feel nuts. And I, I, what you were talking about earlier, Jen, about the like, you feel so inspired by something, but then you like come back to like, why did I even think I could do this? That absolutely happened. Um, so every time I made a post or something, it was just like, oh, what, this is insane.
2: Mm-hmm. This feels
0: insane. Um, and still kind of does. And I'm looking forward to that part, not feeling insane so that I can just keep building on it and creating things. But yeah, that was nuts for me.
1: I've, t- I've totally felt sure. that where I put, like do a workshop and like put, put the promotion out. And then I'm like, now people are going to think that I actually think that I know what I'm doing. Yes, <laughs> like, <exactly>. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
0: I, me. Like, oh no.
1: <laughs> or like People are going to see it and be like, is Jen trying to give a workshop? Like, they're not going to be like, oh, cool. a workshop. They're going to be like, does she actually think she can do this? Get, oh, wouldn't I mean
0: life life sucks, let's be honest in general. Like, I, okay, I'm not the most pessimistic pos, pos, Ooh, that's a word. Um There's a lot of animal know.
1: shit going on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but like the like if everybody was as mean as we think they are. <laughs> I'm sorry, wait. Oh, are you going back? You going back? What's going on? Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Okay, what pos- I just pos-mistic.
2: thought of like, you know, the flight of the Concords. Yeah. Yeah. They have the hip hop hippotamus and the rhinoceros. Yes.
0: Oh, I don't know those. Okay.
2: Well, we we'll will them Google. Them. It just made me think when you said the possum. She's pop, not the most
0: possumistic, pop, a possumistic,
1: a possumistic person. Possumistic person.
0: I will Google them. I will Google them afterwards. We'll just
1: send it to you. Kate, Kate, what were you saying? I'm sorry for laughing too hard and derailing you. What were you saying? That's a good question no well we're
2: po- possum, okay. Okay. Post- possum. Being, being optimi- you're not the he's... most optimistic
1: person because you just said the world sucks let's face it everything is shit right yeah, yeah
0: yeah 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 so like if people were as mean as we as we think they are like w- w- it would c- be completely unlivable like if, if those knee-jerk reactions that we assume people always have actually happened It'd be a lot of, mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm, okay, mm, like, all day. Like, everybody would just hate each other so much. It would just be attitude the whole time. So, since it's not, then surely our perception of those moments are perhaps... Word that would end that sentence. Skewed? There you go! Boom!
2: Yes. Okay,
1: well, speaking of judgy people, I just... I just want you both to know that you've both received messages at least once from me that might have sounded a bit shitty about your supper. And (laughs) yes, I love pierogies and I love cake. And I just want you guys to know that it was not coming from a judgy place.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. Understood. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Megan, crazy, creative.
2: <laughs> um, I was on, you know that I've been on the hunt for like the porcelain dolls so I can make my Halloween um, crafts. Ooh. Yeah, so um, now Facebook just keeps bringing up like old lady collection stuff. But I drove to Montreal <laughs> early to pick up like a giant dollhouse that goes outside and to spray paint it black and turn it into like a, a creepy dollhouse to go with my porcelain son zombies dolls outside. Wow. But while I was in Montreal, I got a notification that another dollhouse came. So I bought this other one for like 10 bucks. And then I went to this other lady's house after dance at like nine o'clock and I bought this like smaller dance. Well, okay, smaller. It's it can it fits on my kitchen table, but it takes like half of it. And so I have like a miniature dollhouse that I've spray painted black and decorated, and I want to make it into an advent calendar. <gasps> But Jesse said he goes just decorate it make it really nice for this year and then next year we'll work on the on the advent calendar because I didn't know how I could do my doors and my windows Mm -hmm. so he said just concentrate on just making it look really nice and then you can focus on the advent calendar next year but yeah so I came home um, with a giant I had to put my two back seats down and I had this giant plastic um, outdoor dollhouse (laughs) banging around in my back seat <laughs> and then the other dollhouse was taking up my entire front seat <gasps> and That's then I came home and then I said I'm going to need help to get the dollhouse out and then I can just bring in the other one by myself and he said two? <laughs> but he, I'm only crazy about Halloween. I don't go like this big for Christmas. So Halloween is my my thing. So
0: I kind of wish you bought dollhouses all the time and remodeled them into cool things. I mean shit. <laughs> that sounds <was> really fun. <laughs>
2: um
1: what about you, Jen? So I don't do, I don't. Like, I like Halloween because I like just dress, dressing up and, and I have a whole basement full of costumes. So it's fun. But I've never been intense about Halloween. I am the Christmas crazy person.
2: Okay.
1: But um, last year, I bought a bunch of stuff at the hardware store to make like a huge tunnel. That went out from our living room window out to the sidewalk so all the little germ feast kids wouldn't bring their COVID onto our porch. And (sighs) at the end of the tunnel, I drew like a big scary clown jester face on a huge poster board so that the candy would just come like barfing out of his mouth. Oh. And something about that inspired something in me because this week I've spent an unreasonable amount of hours also driving around the city looking for the, my whole mantelpiece of my fireplace is like, that's usually where Christmas stuff happens. And right now there's like bottles of poison and, <laughs> and like a phone that, that like when it has a skull on it. And when you lift the receiver, it just terrifies my dog. You lift the handle and it goes like, ha, ha, ha. and my dog goes, and there's just like all this, spooky stuff and skulls and spidery things on the mantelpiece. and um I have a bit of a issue with getting stuck on a loop uh on stuff in my head and fortunately um have a partner who maybe not fortunately maybe it's not maybe it's full blast like enabling but like she'll look at me and be like are you thinking about that you couldn't find a raven today? And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, do you want to get back in the car? There's, there's, there's a, a like a Michaels in Vaudreuil. We could drive to Hudson. Do you want to go there and see if they have a raven? Raven. <laughs> I'm like that's so sweet. Yes. <laughs> get in the car. Drive. Come back. And then I'll be like just sitting there. And then she's like, oh, okay, what? What's missing? What's, what's what's not happening on the mental face? And I'm like. I need another skull for the other side. Okay, get in the car. Let's go. We'll go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, she's a bit um um subdued and uh like a little bit um not very burlesque or you know, overtly you know f- flowery and stuff. So right now our mantle it has like bouquets of black flowers and oh. draping lace spidery stuff all over wow. it and I just see her sitting, at the, sitting there staring at it like i'm like are you okay are you sure you're okay with this she's like mm-hmm. yeah yeah no it's fine no i mean i would never but like express yourself it's, good. <laughs>
2: yeah, it, it's not my thing it's not my
1: style but like i'll drive you to get the stuff and i'll I'll endure it but, but I mean
0: also plucking the crow from your, or the raven from your mind as if you had it like spinning in a cartoon animation above your yeah, head was, definitely. that's so
1: cool <laughs> so that's uh yeah literally was like i also a merge of the crazy and the creative because I got probably on an unhealthy <laughs> loop day after day after day but I think I'm okay it's just missing a couple things <laughs> It's almost done
2: <laughs> i know it was like me on facebook marketplace and i'm like oh there's so many dollhouses i can choose from and my husband's like maybe you should be looking at stoves something we really need i was like i can do that too so i like i find a whole bunch of stoves send it to him and then i'm like ooh, another dollhouse
1: <laughs> see i can multitask
2: and boom screen
1: like kate have you done anything creative or crazy lately she's like yes i created an entire series of workshops to help people break through the barriers that are tormenting them and stopping them from moving ahead with their lives and living their truth what about you guys yeah i Funny. bought like cobwebs <laughs> and skulls and i stuck it on the fireplace
0: hey there's a reason why i said it was crazy because it's not usual for moi oh huh? it-
2: but it's, that's awesome. Yeah, so, it is awesome.
0: And it's but now it, I'm really feeling so, so inadequately decorated. <laughs> like, I just, you're, <laughs> oh, your stuff sounds so dreamy. And I'm already like, I want the advent calendar. Like, I understand there's been a schedule that's been established, but
1: make it. <laughs> so excited. What does Jesse know about scheduling, anyways, Megan?
2: Well, it's great because. Like I would give, I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to do this. He's like, you know what? No, just keep it all black. He's like, get some cobwebs and, you know, do this on the inside. And I was like, yeah, I
0: like the art inside. director. Yep. Like just the, okay, we're just going to change. Okay. Yep yep yep. 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 Yep.
1: Yeah. You're like, you have someone who like owns a table saw as well or whatever it was oh, last wow. year when you were just like, I want to make larger than life-size caricatures from the nightmare before Christmas. He's That's just awesome. like, ang, 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 get me some lumber. Yeah, wow. Oh, that is the
0: missing piece in my life. I want power tools so badly. <laughs> you can make so much stuff.
1: <laughs> um, okay, Kate, how can people find you and your workshops and your art and everything? Um.
0: I have a website where you can go to www.katebradleyart.com. And that is my freelancing stuff, my voiceover, my illustration, my improv facilitation. And then uh, there's also a link within that site to go to helpful.space, helpful with two L's. Why? Because helpful with one L costs $300 and I wasn't willing to put it down. But then I realized it's even better with two L's because it's like a site that's full of help. Also, when you say it in French, you can like, I I think I'm going to call it helpful. You know, full in French means like a lot of, full. you know, like it's very Quebecer. So I think okay. that's what I'm going to like twist it to. Uh, help full double L dot space. Um, and, and on Instagram, I'm at, at red random, the color red, followed by uh, the word random. <laughs> and soon, soon I will have the account RambleBat because that is absolutely my new identity. <laughs> it's so
2: good. Oh my
0: God. And um, uh, uh, is it plug time? Is it plug, plug? It's plug yeah, time, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so uh, workshop number two, which is the same workshop I did the first time, but it's <laughs> going to be better or, or the same, whichever. Uh, Monday, October 18th at 7 p.m. And uh, I'm going to check in with you guys as to when this show comes out so I can try to fucking launch the tickets. The tickets. Oh, if it even comes out by by then. I don't even know. Um, Maybe your schedule, maybe you're super in advance, both looking at your phones.
2: Wait, when When is the 13th? Yeah.
0: The 13th? Yeah, That's fucking perfect. Oh, that's perfect. This plug is so appropriately timed. (laughs) So then, yeah, Monday, October 18th, 7pm, there will be 10 spots because I like to keep it small to um, make sure people feel comfortable sharing and stuff. But I do want to uh, have three other core workshops that I'll ha- sort of repeat on a regular basis where one is a workout version of this workshop. So without the sort of discussion and explanations, you just come back and do the exercises. So for people, like I said earlier, who, who need that helping hand um, and two other workshops, well, not workshops, but like meetup things, one will be called write that email and the other one will be called make that call. So we come together on Zoom and we talk for like 10 minutes and the air out the laundry, and then we do the thing together. So, uh, which is inspired by I'm going to plug my 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 friend's uh, amazing virtual co-working service called Flow, and uh, fuck Flow uh, Flow. Flo, what's it? It's at miniclubsocial.com, I think. Oh my God, I'll send you a link if you guys are adding links to stuff. Anyways, yeah, yeah. virtual coworking space, uh, two blocks a day, five days a week, nine to 12 and one thirty to 4.30 Eastern Standard Time. And we just, I say, hi, what do you want to work on for the next hour? And you're like, hi, I'm going to do my dishes or I'm going to you know, write a proposal or whatever. And then I check in with you an hour in and then we take a little break and then another hour and then a little check in, a little, little break and then another hour. So we work with other people uh, online, flow. It's fun. So that inspired the Make That Call and write that email. Workshops that will be coming soon from Helpful by Kate Bradley Art.
2: (laughs) Yay! That
0: was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, this is so much fun. I um... I would like to just, can I just make a little quick shout out to Megan (laughs) earlier that when you told the dollhouse story your your miming throughout like your it wasn't even miming it was just like emotional movements it was so beautiful there was a, there was a hand swish at one point took my breath away all <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. shoulders shoulders yes
1: <laughs> why is this not a video podcast all right um yeah but we can post videos we can, but I'll have to send Kate like a montage of movements and be like, can you tell me at which moment was the, the, the movement that Megan made that blew your mind?
0: Um, no, I thought, I thought you were going to spend the next six to seven hours rewatching this and editing it together to be the most perfect pearl of podcasting ever created. We're mining <laughs> pearls. See already. Oh. oh <laughs>
2: Taking the pearl,
0: giving it to the world. <sighs> um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Kate, thank you so
0: much. <laughs> oh, I love that joy sigh. <laughs> mm,
1: mm, mm, mm. Hey,
0: thank you. Thank you both. Oh, thank
2: so you. Um,
1: yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Kate, for for taking time out of your busy, crazy, creative life and uh doing this with us it means a lot and you know what fucking thank you for the killer art you did for our podcast you're so welcome you're so
0: so fucking welcome I'm really (laughs) happy with it and that says a lot (laughs) because right it's created and I still like it you know that's a good thing exactly very happy that you like it too (laughs) thank you Kate thank you so much thank you heart heart mime Let's do this
1: again sometime,
0: guys.
2: Yes,
0: this was so much fun.
1: (laughs) Have a good night. Signing
0: out. Bye, ladies.
1: Bye. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps us out. It makes us more visible to other people who don't know that we're out there. And it makes our community that much bigger, which is great. If you would like more detailed show notes, you can go to our website, we'recrazycreative.com. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, which would be super fun and cool, you can go to anchor.fm slash we'recrazycreative. We'd love to hear from you. And maybe we'll even play your message on one of our upcoming episodes. Speaking of hearing from you, you can also follow us on Instagram at podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Jennifer June Chapman and on my website jenniferjunechapman.com for all things vegan i'm on instagram underscore sweet vegan underscore and on the world wide web at sweetvegan.net how about you megan you can find
2: me on instagram at author.m.redmile or on facebook author megan redmile and you can visit my website at meganredmile.com and you can also find my books on amazon